0: she's a firefly got lost but she's following your own light on the outside looking through the window the city lights shine bright but she still glows we are all miracles and must make the most of our limited time here each of us have these unique gifts to contribute to the world and it's our job to develop these gifts And give them away. That's why I created the preschool SLP podcast. The preschool SLP is about working smarter to create real change in ourselves and in others. Being an SLP is a mission. Let's discuss topics that matter. What are the game changing strategies? How can we treat the whole child? How can we create the shiniest versions of ourselves? and of our clients we're here at the drawing board for a reason you bring your own unique gifts together let's create better
1: If you're not growing, you're dying. That is a quote that I really live by. I know most podcasters over the summers, when you're going to hear their replays or when you're going to hear the worst of interviews, that they're like, oh, let's put this out there. We got to fill the dead air. But over the summer is really when I'm very appreciative of you being here with me because that's when I grow the most. I know most podcasters over the summer is when you're going to hear their replays or when you're going to hear the worst of interviews that they're like, oh, let's put this out there. We got to fill the dead air. But over the summer is really when I'm very appreciative of you being here with me because that's when I grow the most. This is the time where I spend all of my time reflecting on the current practice that we're doing. And I'm saying, let's innovate it. So I want you to know that this is time very well spent in which it gives you time to just pause and reflect on practice and continue to innovate. In the school year, a lot of times... We're in this survival mode in which we're getting things done and we don't have time to simply pause and in that space, innovate. This is a really important time of the year in which I actually grow the most, in which I actually make the most innovations in my practice. And that's because they simply have that space to analyze and to do higher level thinking and to do new ideas for implementation for the next school year. So when I walk in the door in September, I already have new things in place that I'm doing differently from day one. It really means so much to me that you're here with me and you're growing alongside me. This is a really important time of the year if you work for the schools. We're gonna talk today about behavior. With behavior, there's something known as the 80% rule that really works. The systematic research has shown that with different populations of students, across different socioeconomic statuses, across different disabilities, this 80% rule is consistently highly effective. The 80% rule is this every child needs positive interactions 80 percent of the time with professional staff so this could be teaching assistants a hallway assistant a teacher you're really having a four out of five ratio so that every five interactions four of those are going to be positive and you want them to be objective encouragement based on the child's efforts and based on the child really giving effort to do their best at whatever they're doing. It could be and working really hard or paying attention or keeping their hands to themselves. It could even be a neutral behavior that you point out. I like the way that you're sitting and being so patient. And the, the child is not running around the room. We use objective feedback to really fill their bucket. And I tell my interns, there's no such thing as too much objective encouragement. So anytime and as much as possible, lay it on like frosting a seven layer wedding cake. Just lay that objective encouragement on these kiddos. And that's because many of these kiddos are like that popular children's book series. No, David! in which they're constantly being redirected throughout the day, or the Kelvin and Hobbes series, Kelvin is always being redirected. With our time with them, if we can give them 99.99% objective positive encouragement or 100% positive encouragement throughout the day, and as much as possible, wonderful. Let's fill these children's buckets. What I'm going to talk about today is a change that I want to take that 80% rule, and I want it to go beyond the speech therapy room. I want it to go beyond the classroom. I want it to go beyond the school walls. I want it to go throughout the child's day. And I'm thinking about what is something I can do on the first day of school? How can I change my practice so that I'm changing lives and not just changing that therapy session? I want to educate others on the power of the 80% rule. So I'm going to give you an example personally of myself and how it's worked in my private life with my son over summer break, okay? (laughs) We can have our moments and those moments can turn into hours and those hours can turn into days in which we're having our no David moments, redirection after redirection after redirection. And that 80% rule has been flipped over in which this child is receiving 20% positive, objective feedback. And it's 80% negative, 80% redirections. I take a step back myself and I'm like, Kelly, whoa, your momentum is going in the opposite direction. You're in negative attention momentum and you're just, you're just piling it on. And your son is in this hole and he cannot get out because all you're doing is redirecting him one time after the next, after the next, after the next. I just stop and I'm like, all right, we got to get the 80% rule going around here. And I make an effort to give them positive encouragement as much as possible. Sure enough, it works. It works in the home environment. It works on vacation. It works because the 80% rule is highly effective. And it's researched across many environments and across professionals and across parents. And it creates change and it builds momentum. And it builds the child's self-esteem and it lets the child know that they're in control of whether or not they're going to be successful. And it's not that anything and everything they do is bad, that they have control over this. They can dig out of that hole. I just wanted to share that personal experience to let you know in my personal life, I've been there where I'm giving 80% negative feedback, 20% positive. And I'm like, whoa, okay, Kelly, like follow your own rules here with your son. And sure enough, I do 80% positive, 20% maybe redirection every now and then. And look what happens. It totally works in the home environment. It totally works when you're going on vacation and you're in a whole new environment. It works. What I want to do for this next school year is I want to spread the word and I want to empower parents on this 80% rule. And even my private partner professionals, the private preschool teachers, because oftentimes, for instance, you have a child that's excellent in therapy with you. And maybe that's because you're doing these wonderful task-oriented movement therapy activities that are part of my CIS group. And Maybe you are also giving 80% positive attention or 99.99% and things are going great. But in the real world, this child is like my son and they're being constantly redirected and they're in a hole that they can't get out of. So what are you going to want to do? You're going to want to tell the parent, look, there's this 80% rule. It totally works. In every relationship that we have, it needs to be 80% positive for that relationship to last. For instance, with a married couple, the spouses need to have 80% interaction positive for them to have a good marriage. If you're in a friendship relationship, you need to have 80% positive interaction for you to have a healthy friendship. It's the same way in the child-parent relationship. You want 80% positive interactions. What you're going to do is make an effort to give him four positive interactions for every five interactions you have with him. Maybe there's a redirection, like, I want you to use a fork instead of your hands, please. Something of that nature. I get it. You're the parent. You're here to help them learn the rules of the game so that they can get along in this world. Just make sure it's at least 80% of the time positive. It really works. There's a ton of research behind it. Also let the private preschool know we're using this 80% rule, and we're making sure that 80% of the time, four out of five of the times, we're giving them positive feedback on their behavior and what they're doing in the classroom. And we're catching them with neutral behaviors as well. And we're giving them positive feedback on that as well, so that they have more positive experiences at school. And we're finding that's working and that the child is showing us more positive behaviors and they're learning that their efforts matter and that they can be successful when they work super hard we give them this feedback and what we can do is is instead of changing a therapy session or instead of changing a school day we can change a child's life and we can teach that child self-efficacy and we can teach that child I'm in control and that my behavior matters and that it's not everything I do or say is bad and I'm always getting redirected, so I might as well not even try. Instead, we're teaching these children that, yeah, you do a lot of great things and we're gonna encourage you to do more of it. We notice what you're doing. We notice how hard you're trying and that makes a difference. That's what we wanna do. How can we do this in the first day in September when I start school in the fall? And this is what I'm gonna be doing in the fall. Well, there's always that MVE, I call it, the minimal viable effort. What is one thing you can do to this crazy big caseload that you have where every minute of your day is squeezed out of you and your lunches as well? And I think the minimal viable effort is to send out an email in the beginning of the school year to let them know that we follow this 80% rule in our classroom, and our teaching assistants, and our teachers, and everyone that works at our school. And if, you have, if you're in a positive behavior support school, you definitely do. We make sure that your child has positive energy actions, objective feedback on how hard they're working, and what great work they're doing. We're making these objective statements and encouraging them throughout the day four out of five times. We always make sure that they at least get four positive feedbacks that are objective based on their behavior, their statements, objective based on their behavior, before we give them a redirection or a correction. What the research shows and we found is that this teaches children that their efforts matter. If they work hard, they can be successful in school. We encourage you to support our efforts by making sure at home and with other caregivers, such as babysitters, they're also getting at least four positive feedbacks for every five interactions. This will really help make a difference if we're all rowing in the same direction. So you send an email so that we're all giving this child objective encouragement based on their efforts throughout the day to build their self-efficacy, to build their knowledge that maybe I do have to work twice as hard as my neurotypical peers, but I too can be successful. Maybe I don't have a yellow brick road ahead of me, but I too can be successful because I received this positive feedback for what I do do right. And I can do more of that. And when I do more of that, I'm going to get more recognition for efforts, more recognition for objective behaviors that I'm doing, such as paying attention, such as working super hard, such as I'm keeping my hands to myself. I'm following every direction making objective comments. Now, it's very important that it's objective. It's not praise. It's not good job, bad job. That we don't want to do. That takes their self-efficacy away. That means that I decide, not you, whether it's a good job or a bad job. Instead, you might say, wow, you worked really hard on this and you finished this all by yourself. Look at that. You did 10 of these. Wow, that's a lot of work that you did there. Wow, look at that. You cleaned this up and you put it all in the bin. Every single one of those pieces, you didn't even forget one. Woo, woo, wow. So something like that, you're making an objective statement. So that would be a minimal viable effort, MVE, would I send out an email on day one to let them know that it's really important that the children know that their efforts matter. And we do that by encouraging their efforts with objective statements such as, and I'll give examples just as I just stated with you. If I want to give a little bit more effort in this area to make sure that I'm not changing a therapy suggestion, but I'm changing a child's life. I could make a handout which says it's really remember the 80% rule. And I could have five fingers and I could have four hearts on one of them. And I could have on the thumb, just something you could work on, something to work on. And what I could do is I could say, remember the 80% rule, 80% positive objective encouragement. And I give some examples. And then I said, with that, we might give one redirection. I'll give an example of a specific redirection. Like, remember, we're going to keep our hands to our, that is an example. I make a hand. And so you might want to hang this up at home, so that your spouse knows the rules, so that the babysitter knows the rules, so that grandparents know the rules, so that everyone's rowing in the same direction. Also, share that with your child's teachers, so you know what we're doing at home and we're doing at school, so that we can all be using the same approach. And then we can take it up a level. We can take it up a level. We could make a Google Slide deck, and the Google slides deck will show these. These are the rules that we do. This is called the eighty percent rule. What is the eighty percent rule? And really flesh it out. Eighty percent of the time, we make sure we're having positive interactions. And then we could give examples in the Google slides throughout the day. For instance, during breakfast, bedtime, bath time, at the grocery store. How would you use the 80% rule across the the day? And there would be a Google Slides deck. Now we have the next strategy. We could make a video. Video is this way of cloning yourself and you do it once and then you have a link that you can share at a later time. We can make a video that shows all of the cues and gives examples so they can hear how you talk. They can hear the words in action. That'll really bring the learning to life. Is it a little bit more effort than the email? Yes. I wanted to give you some options today. One, you can simply send an email explaining what is the plan with the 80% rule. Two, your email can have a handout on it that they can post up at home and that they can share with the child's teacher so that everyone is rowing in the same direction. Three, you can make a Google Slide deck. And in the Google Slides deck, you can go throughout examples, throughout the child's home routine and throughout an activity in the community or in the child's preschool, you can make a video. And in the video, you can be explaining it with the Google Slide deck and a Zoom call that you record. Use that link and you can share that link with every new child that you service throughout the school year. From day one, just so everyone is rowing in the same direction. I've been there myself personally, where with my own son, I'm batting 20%. It does make a difference. You can easily flip the switch with the 80% rule, just as you can easily take a child and put them in a really negative place by giving them 20% feedback. Our feedback really matters for these kiddos in helping them develop self-efficacy. Thank you so much for being at the drawing board with me over the summer. It means so much to me. This is where we scratch out, we edit what we're doing, we do something different, and we visualize it and we plan it out so that on the first day of school, this is part of our practice. Check it out. Make sure to get my book, 32 Lessons That Create Lifelong Change in Autism Intervention. I am reading a lesson from this book on your favorite social media spot, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm going over one lesson out of this book, Monday through Friday, not on the weekends. I'm not that hardcore. I would love for you to join me. Read the book along with me and email me your thoughts. Take all this information roll up your sleeves, make the world a better place, one person at a time. You will always be first.